Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Money, much you And his partner, Fela Tapender Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome once again to Wrestling Daft. Everything you need to know about wrestling in one podcast, sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm not Rab Florence. He's away uh, being Prime Minister. Um, he's uh, Big Des Murphy, I'll do it. So he's, um, Liz Truss has uh, stepped away from Prime Minister. So Big Des Murphy stepping in at 10 Downing Street. So Rab's down there getting things sorted to know. Um, but Grado's here. I'm Googling Des Murphy. Big Des Murphy, Berniston, I'll do it. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Oh, hey, that's like, see a guy the day. Hey, this is funny, right? See a guy, a guy came to fit my carpet the day, right? right? <laughs> he went, he answered, answered the door, right? And he went, he, he was feeling the right? So he goes, um, I fitted the carpet out before. I was like, no, I don't think you have. Straight away, he said this at the door. I'm like, no, I don't think you have. He goes, I recognise you. I bloody recognise you, right? And I'm going, what's it? I don't know. He goes, we've, defo- we've definitely met, we've definitely met. And I went, it's maybe because I'm, I'm on the telly. You're embarrassed to say that. And he went, he went oh yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know, you, you know, I know, what's your name, Greg, 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 oh, Gredo, Gredo. Yeah, the rest of the guy. I goes, I, he says, no, is he a couple of years ago? I fit a carpet, I fit a carpet. Anyway, he goes, he goes, so what have you been doing on that? He goes, oh, I'll stay two rows down. So, so he goes, I tell you what I bloody did, love. I tell you what I bloody did, love. Uh, that sketch you did uh, on the plane, on the plane. And I'm going, uh, on the plane, the sketch? He's like, oh, yeah, the more I thing. Tuna fat, you were ruining that. You were ruining tuna fat. <laughs> I was like, ah, cheers, mate. I didn't tell him what was name. I was just like, I know, man. I was like, good times, man. Has he mixed up before Kieran then, do you think? I don't know, probably. I don't know, but I, didn't, I was too scared to say fucking... Aye, aye, aye. I wasn't Still gaming on. <laughs> oh, yeah, was... you, yeah, mate. Yeah, well, you dressed us up as the old guy, you know? You dressed up as the old guy and you're going to have names and all that, yeah. Brilliant. But do you know what? He was a pure old world of sport fan. Oh, was he? Was he? About, I was talking to him about Johnny Quango and he said his pal got wow. hit all the heads off Kendall Nakasaki. Um, he says he slapped his slapped his head or something like that back in back in the days at uh, Portsmouth Guild Hall. He's coming back to fix my. He's come back on Saturday, so I'm gonna have to work in, play a long way again. On Saturday oh, morning. Well, anyway. I just pretend that you're Ford Kieran and then maybe oh yeah, mate. I was watching um, that still game the other day there. And you're like, aye, all right, aye, go be the barman <laughs> or that barman. Um, I, I can maybe I can I can understand maybe Tom Yuri. I think, Marshall, I think if they were to do like a still game prequel, which they probably should do like a Jack and Victor kind of still game prequel, you would be a shoo-in for Jack. No, do you know what John Johnny Watson's always saying? That I, sh- the, 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 that I should play Rab Cena Nesbitt's wee brother? You'd be And like a prequel to Rab Cena but I'd love to do that. No, you should do that. That's a great idea. That's a great John, idea. John, it is, isn't it? Get Rab to write it. Get up there. He'll do that. He'll do By the way, Rab's a great. I mean, he, see, be honest with you, he probably wrote that fucking that sketch that we're talking about. I probably he, did. See the amount of things that he, he wrote back in, the, back in the day? I know. And, man, uh, that. and he's the new Caesar of the Scots. will plug it. Uh, When's that out? That's out uh, in the next month or so. Uh, November, I believe it's due. Christ. So he'll be, plugging it, he'll be plugging it in, uh, round about then anyway. Here, I've got to say. Sitcom was, by the way, because I think two doors down's out in that. 
Oh, oh it's going to be oh, it's going to be wars in this show then. Uh, you mentioned Kendo Nagasaki there, Gredo. Just let me believe our friend Tom Campbell, who has been on the show, works for Cultaholic, big wrestling fan. You'll see him on Twitter. He posted up something the other day that blew my mind. The best gimmick match I've ever seen, and it was fr- I don't think it was from World of Sport, but it was um, a gold disc on a pole match, and it had like. So there was this gold disc in a pole. I match, think I have saw that before. Like a ladder, and it was Kendo Nagasaki, and he played disco music while this uh, match was going on. Amazing. I'm sure Cabana showed me this back in the day. Aye, it was incredible. It's, it's like that is the greatest gimmick match. I'm trying to find it on his Twitter. Yeah, the, it was broadcast in 1986, the first disco ladder match between Kendo Nagasaki and Clive Myers. The winner was the one who climbed the festive ladder and retrieved the solid gold disc whilst 80s bangers played over the speakers. This has got to happen at the next Family Bash. Put it on, put it on. Have you got it there? I'll get it on. Let's have a look at this, will we? So here we go, Grado. This is the match. Brilliant. This, is that yeah, dubbed music? Is that real music? This school like, lights not all playing in school as well. I wonder where that is. Did it see what it is? No, it doesn't see what it is. 1986 this happened. What's that tune playing? It's cool, just like when you play demo on the keyboard. Yes, always remember school. when watching this, no falls or submissions as we're used to. Just and then they get... That's class. And what are they reaching up to get? A gold disc. That's class. That's brilliant. I love Who it. is that? Is that Kendo Nagasaki and... and, and... Why? Is it Johnny Quango? No, I don't know. Listen to the tunes, that's amazing. That's <laughs> this brilliant. has got to happen. This is a brilliant match. Listen, if you want to check that out, it's on Tom Campbell's Twitter or you can sign up to the Patreon version, get the video version, patreon.com forward slash wrestling. Check it out. Um, Family bash, that's going to happen in the next one, but well, it was well, the big family bash at the weekend, Grado. It sure was. Doing? It was fantastic. Um, still waiting on an official number coming through, but we did the, um, we we done the, blah, 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 what do you call it, the stalls and the circle and some of the balcony. So I think we've done about 1,200. That's brilliant, that. mate. That is about 1,200. All right, maybe 1,100. I'm putting my promoters fucking thing with there, but um, what we typically typically do is promoters exaggerate it by a good hundred. So, um, aye, and by the way, we had a great match, the Bath versus Body match. Yes, you talked about Which was a standout. It was a, so you basically, how did it work? It was Adam Maxted, wasn't it? So Adam Maxted with uh, Matt Dallas mm-hmm. versus Lou King Sharp. Now, as we know, Lou King Sharp, a scruffy, a scruffy little bugger. Uh, and the stipulation was if Adam Maxted wins, then Lou King Sharp has to get a wash. And if Lou King Sharp wins, Maxted has to give up the gym for a couple of months. Yes. So they were then, oh, oh no, Maxted can't go, uh, go to the gym. Uh, Maxted can't take time off the gym. Lou King Sharp's gone, I'll never wash, I'll never wash. Of course, Maxted and Lou King Sharp absolutely tear the Houston. I'm no joking, they tore the Houston. It was a great match. Yeah. And Maxted went over. Dallas goes to shit can looking sharp into the bath, the big bath on the stage. Looking sharp reverses it. Dallas takes the splash and he's suit. Maxted goes out to check on him. Looking sharp fucking pushes him into the pool. The two of them are all splashing about bubble, in the bubbles, water. Bubble bath, mate, bubble bath. All right. the bubble bath for the rest no. of it. Then toes music hits. She's my cherry pie. He comes out in a shower cap, he's goony, pair of flip-flops and a shower brush to go and uh, scrub, scrub down Maxted in Dallas. Brilliant. brilliant. He he actually got involved in the first the kind of first bit as well because we built it as Jack Jester's family bash because he was in charge for the day. Jester came out dressed as me with the, the fat fucking suit on and all this kind of carry on. Brilliant. I comes in, attacks him. Uh, then J- Jester powders and gets on the mic and says, "Look, you can fight me the night for the title." This is brilliant. I can't believe I'm going to my own show. Pure God. <laughs> right? And then uh, so Jester goes, "If you want to fight me the night, then you need to go through this guy." And of course, it comes big bulk off thirty stone. A big bulk, one half of the UK Pitbulls. He comes in the ring. He's in top of me. He's killing me. He's putting. He's putting some. Tremendous heat on the man yourself here, sitting in the seat talking, and then uh, the next minute, Toes Music hits. Jeez, man, and he comes out with a big bag of jigged chops, 
and says, I know how to get your fat ass out here. Bulk smells the, the chops, gets out the ring, and is counted out. <laughs> Which then, then I then went to the to the, the main event. Other matches, yeah. other results include Shah Samuels defeated Levi in a Scotland versus England match. Vindaloo for Shah Samuels, five hundred yeah. miles for Levi. Place has gone nuts. You've got to you've got yeah. to appeal to the mums and dads. You've got to keep them interested. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, well, then we had the bath and body match. We, in the second half, we had Buffer all the way from the Bronx in New York City versus Martin Kirby. They had a dance-off, brilliant, daddy shot. That, that would oh, great. I saw Martin Kirby post Come on, that. come on. I'm telling you, the know. Then we had the big intergender tag match and the main event. Am I missing a match, by the way? Am I missing a match? I don't know. I don't know. Probably am. But was it? But it, it was nice to see. And by the way, thanks to Joe Hendry, who was going to come in at the last minute and replace BT Gunn. But we managed to get BT Gun sorted, and then it pull it again. But Joe was there, ready to go and take his place. So thanks to him, uh, and also, and there was a couple of WWE superstars backstage as well. Oh, was there? Was there maybe in a there maybe in a certain um, faction ah, out in NXT? Ah, um, okay. We, we I, I mean, was giving them. I was giving them the whole uh, Scott Hall treatment. Scott Hall and uh, Shane Douglas when. When Scott Hall turned up to ECW in the 90s and Shane Douglas went, get the fuck, you don't belong here. And, and Scott Hall left. I was doing that with him. I was going, get out. I was going, get out. Get out. Get out. There's the door, get out. You're no welcome. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. How are the boys? Are they all right? Hi, everybody's... Uh, what do you mean, the, 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 Gallus, the, the faction? <clears throat> ah, yeah. Oh, other boys I'm are assuming it's, I'm assuming it's Gallus and no anyone else. Ah, I thought you said Gallus. Uh, Gallus, aye, they're brand new. Yeah. Oh, then Wolfie turned up as well. It was good to see Wolfie as well. He, he's oh, come brilliant. along. So yeah. it was great to see the guys. And it was great to put on a show. We don't know what's happening now. We get those family bash because of what's happening at yeah, the pavilion. Yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen. Listen, look, mate, listen, you've got to keep I tell you what, I was ready to go. I was the number one attended crowd in the UK. But actually, I wasn't because the Knights had a show. I was fucking like, I was like, oh, oh, was that oh. the one that Paige was at? Aye, they had 1,400. Aye. So I was a bit oh. like, oh, man, come on. I know. Listen, you've got to keep it going, Grado. I mean, there's plenty of venues you can take it to because obviously, look, massive success to get 1,200 people on a wrestling show. Well, know, it's brilliant. Absolutely. Thanks to everybody for coming, and thanks to Shah Samuels as well because it was uh, his daughter's first birthday <gasps> on Saturday. But as uh, just like Dennis Stampy said, I'd rather do the ba- I'd rather do the bash than breathe. <laughs> Good. I'd rather do the bash than breathe. And is Shah well? Is Shah well? Was he staying, Was he just up and down? Shah mm. Shah was bro- I Shah was just up and down. But I, you know, I had done the run for it at the start. And I, <laughs> so I'm going first match. I had to go. I'd like to welcome and uh, next match. Shah Samuels recently released from WWE. <laughs> I try. I, I thought it was being funny, but it go. Ooh, ooh, da, 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 da. He's my best mate. He understands. Ah, exactly. He's shaving the blood. That's brilliant, mate. Well, glad to hear it went really, really well. Sorry, I missed that. I was an arm with the misses, uh, but I know. I, I know. Terrible, terrible. What's this? Did you get stranded in Arden? I, I, we had to come back a, a, a night early because the ferries. So we thought, and we need to get to work, and all the ferries were cancelled. So we had to come back a night before. Mate, yeah. Arden's getting worse for that, by the way. It really, really is. You did watch that documentary a couple of weeks ago. Do you know that Seabank, because obviously I'm just a mile from where, the, the, where yeah. you get the boat. John, see back in the day, see if there was a cancelled boat, it would be the talk of the town. We would go, hey, Arden, ferries off. And now it's like a daily occurrence. It's so dark, it's so depressing. Whatever it else, the world is gone to shit. <laughs> it is indeed, it is indeed. Hey, listen, we'll, we'll talk a wee bit about the wrestling this week. couple of things uh, to cover, I reckon, Gradle. It would, um, a few big things happening. Uh, there was worries over Adam Page, Hangman Adam Page. After I don't know if you saw the bump that he took I off the lariat from uh, John Moxley. Uh, there was real fears that he'd broken his neck, but luckily it turned out to be a bad concussion. Uh, he said, hey, thanks for everyone for being so nice. I'm doing all right and feeling good today. I had a nice panini for my lunch. Thanks to Paul, Medical Mox, Brandon, bye, etc. Uh, so uh, he's um, all right. He's all right. It looks like it's just been a bad concussion, but it looked know, like a Syrian. As Mick Foley said, I mean, I was saying it's only a bad concussion, but after all we know about concussions now and what it can do to your head, Yeesh. Do you know what I mean? Concu- you know, saying it's just a bad con- concussion isn't he what it was 20 years ago when somebody got a concussion. Now you're right, he never broke his neck and stuff like that, but he got his bell rung a billion. Looking at it back, slow motion, it just looks as if it's a kind of missed 
Pierre Mox as well, he must have felt bad as I well. Mean, but you've got to you've got to take your time, Dean. Yeah, there you go. But um listen, shout out to the ref as well, who obviously stopped the match immediately, you know, pretty much went he's done. He's absolutely done and stopped it immediately, you know, rather right. than continuing it. Uh, because obviously there was a whole thing of uh, with Matt Hardy, remember when he got his bell rung and he was absolutely fucked and he continued with the match. I know. No, you need to, with stuff like that, man, you need to be on the safe side and get out of there ASAP. Concussions are horrible. Have you have you had a few in the ring before? Ah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I had more than my, my fair share and I, I really should have done more about it. I should have t- took my time off. But yeah. the, the worst one I got was, I've spoke about it in the podcast before, the worst one I got was against Drew in Impact in Florida. He gave me the he gave me the roulette gemin off the top rope and my my head my back landed first and then my head sprung oh, right. off the mat and I was oh my god. I was seeing stars, don't remember the end of the match, got backstage, I got told don't fly, don't wrestle again for the next wee while. But of course I had to fly back home because I had Shug's house party. At the weekend, I done Shug's house party on the Sunday. This was a Thursday. I done Shug's house party on the Sunday night, and I done that spot where I jumped off the stage and fell fifteen foot. But when I who on Bram, who was on the table, but when I landed on the table, I landed on the table legs first, so they it catapulted my head first. So I went head first into the into the ground. So I had another concussion, I had two in the one week, and I really should have went hospital that night because there was blood coming out my nose, and I was absolutely. Fucked, John. I remember sitting sitting and I'm going, what am I doing, man? I feel as if I could die here. It was that bad. Really? Well, there you go. Don't, nothing to mess with. And I'm sure you've learnt your lesson, Grado. Um, also, also on Dynamite, absolute, the, the promo between MGF and Regal. That was brilliant. I watched it, John. That was amazing. And I tell you what, <clears throat> that was amazing. That was probably the best thing I've saw in wrestling all year sitting watching it. I was getting goosebumps watching it. I really, oh, really it was. was. unbelievable. I mean, Absolutely. a lot of wrestlers can, can relate to that, you know, emailing Regal and him giving you advice and telling you this and telling you that and telling you stuff that you don't want to hear. It will happen to me than, you know, it's happened to a fair share of wrestlers and it's what you do with, with the advice. But to see him now then stick it back in him, and I bet you that did always, I bet that was all shoot. I bet you what he said about how he wanted to kill Aye. himself. Like, you know, and I'm telling you, that is all true. I remember getting Regal sending me a big email and gave me all this advice and tell me to work on and work on this and this is rubbish and this is that. And when you're right in, and when you're into the wrestling like I was at the time and wanting to go to WWE and all this and I was at TNA at the time I'm sending him stuff, what he says you're like, fucking hell man, you're like, what? Right, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. But it's a big thing to, to get and from and, and I do believe that was a shoot email that he did send. Yeah, um, no, and I can guys that have got worse than that. I can guys that have had worse news than that. I've I've so it's good to see something like that real brought in. I know, I thought I thought it was brilliant, and it looks like I don't know where they'll go with it, but I mean, maybe M- Rigo ends up siding with MGF and turning them Moxley. Who knows? It, 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 it was just brilliant. It was just a bro- bro- two brilliant masters on the mic at it, and it was just really, it was great, really, really good. See the interview Tony Khan done with um, him for BT Sport. Oh, I've not seen that. <clears throat> oh, mate. You know who I'm talking about, him that works in E.T. Sport? He's brilliant. Ariel, H- Ariel Hawani, he's brilliant. And he did an interview with Tony Khan. Oh, listen, and Tony Khan, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. I can't talk about that. You talk about CM Punk and... Aye, aye. And Hawani's like one of the most well-respected journalists there is. He's won interviews, Triple H, and all that, and... Taker and Lesnar earlier, I don't know if he's one done wrong with Lesnar, but he basically came out and said a couple of days later that it's the worst interview he's ever done. Oh, so really? of course the AEW were going after not <clears throat> giving it, giving him abuse, but I watched the interview, it was quite an enjoyable interview, but he just didn't want to say nothing about the whole CM Punk thing, which he kind of can understand, but it was the fact that he didn't say nothing about it, he could have gave one wee comment. No. to see how it felt about it but i get it i get it oh ace steel's been released um that's been made a oh, he bit somebody he was the biter wasn't he he was the, he was the biter I, he was the guy he that bit. bit kenny omega allegedly uh, uh, and the, the, i mean i don't know if you saw it at the time but it did look like kenny had a bite mark in his arm so um still no what i don't know what's happening there but there's obviously still still waiting on more than the cm punk thing um talk about aw jericho's just signed a, an extension to 2025 surprised at that grado nah big man knows what he's done doesn't he he's been good the last week jericho's well, no daft 
yes, Ring of Honor stuff. It seems to be that any time that because Jericho goes through flux and goes and peaks and troughs, where he's like brilliant sometimes, and then he has a bit where he goes, he's a bit shy, and then but he's always at his peak when it comes to contract time. Funnily enough. It's like a footballer, you know, it's like, what I'm trying to think of a Rangers footballer, Gradle, who plays, you know, he's coming out of contract. They turn it on to try and get a, a, to try and get an, a, to try and get an extended contract or they want away. Aye, 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 I used to start playing amazing. I'm trying to think of a Rangers footballer who's... Well, you could that. say Arfield was coming out of his contract last year and they turned it on. That's true. That's Scott true. Arfield is, Jer- Jericho is Chris, is Scott Arfield. Jericho is Scott Arfield. Chris um, Arfield. And... <laughs> the other thing that is, you want to comment on, and we, we put this in the group chat, Gradle, this Athena match that's kind of went on, went a wee bit viral in wrestling communities. Uh, she did a dark match against the jobber um, there, and it looked like she was just battering the poor wee lassie. Um, Dutch Mantel, Seb Coulter, as most people know him as, went on Twitter and said, damn, does that red-headed girl owe Athena money? One of these days, one of these untrained wrestlers will get hurt, and these put wrestlers in brackets, will get hurt seriously, and Tony Khan and AEW will be sued. That girl could have been seriously hurt on that outside drop. Tony, please, you need a safety manager badly. I mean, I don't know. Have they no got producers slash agents in their ear telling the ref, going, tell her to fucking calm down the now. Tell her to calm down the now, or she's going to hem the night. Aye. Uh, that was so unprofessional. Like what, you, do you, do you, you think just can't kind of, do that? Do you think she's went try to prove a point or something, Grado? Or what, what's going through her mind when she's doing that? I don't know, but I just feel as if there's this wave of wrestlers that come through and they don't have the respect. They don't listen. They don't listen to, to folk. They don't listen to the advice that they've been given. Yeah. And I think you, you see there's more and more... This, I feel as if stuff like this happens quite regular in, in wrestling these days. There's... So much folk losing their shit because they probably in their mind that the, the, their match looks bad because they are botched. You fucking get on with it and deal with it later. Yeah. That's ridiculous. An awful way to carry on. An awful way to carry on. Yeah. All right. So that's what's been going on in wrestling. See, I like it. I put this down in the plan every week to, for Rab to discuss, but Rab just skips over it. So I, there we go. I like a bit of wrestling, but let's get into the daft now. Um, loads of Prime Minister wrestling banter on Twitter. We are recording the day that Liz Truss basically walked away and resigned after six weeks. Do you know what? I, I put it up on um, our Falkirk Daft podcast if you want to listen to anything to do with Falkirk. Falkirk Daft's your podcast to go to. But Falkirk remained unbeaten throughout Liz Truss. Uh, as reign as prime minister, so I'd, I'm taking that. But um, <laughs> we did it. Where's Falkirk done saying again? We were unbeaten, mate. We we let's trust his reign as prime minister. We remained unbeaten. So <laughs> That's I'm taking that. I'm taking that. Rangers, mate. No, Rangers got beat off Liverpool. We won't talk about that. No. <laughs> uh, but loads of prime minister wrestling banter. Uh, Tom Campbell, who we mentioned earlier on, is comparing basically let's trust his PM explains through the medium of WWF Royal Rumble 1991, whereas it Luke Bushwhacker uh, walks into the ring and gets absolutely helped out by uh, Earthquake and just walks out the other side. Brilliant. Santino, obviously, was another one that's been flashing up as well. Uh, Karate Warrior 2. Maybe says, brings up mine at Bound for Glory 2016, no? No, no, no. no they, they, they didn't do that. That that gif is not readily available. We'll need to make that. Can somebody try and find the gif of me coming out for the Bound for Glory, Bound for Gold Gauntlet, and I come in, and I walk in, and I get shit-canned, and then I do the walk back up. I want to see that again. Right, see if you could do I, that. I, 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 I tried to look for, for myself before we come on. But, I couldn't find it. Sad well, times. Right, well, do that, right? If you find that clip, tweet it out and say, this is Liz's, Liz Trust. Aye, somebody do that. Yeah, this is Liz Truss's reign as PM. Um, the Carry o- Carry Warrior 2 says, the role of British Prime Minister has to be renamed the UK 24-7 champion. I mean, it is absurd, isn't it? <laughs> and then, obviously, lots of people with Rishi Sunak with the money in the bank. I tell you what, mate, John, do you ever just sit and watch all this stuff? I watched it. I, I was like, Finlay, I was like to my boy, come and watch this. Just, just resign it. It's like a moment in history. Why often do you get to see a Prime Minister resign live? You know what I do with Perry? What? And it's like, Downing Street is on live. I go, look at the wee cat. Let's look for the wee cat. It's a policeman. Literally, a policeman. Because I just know I'm going to be in watching it all day. That's what I was doing yesterday. Can't try to find the postman in the car. It's a cat. Anyway. 
<laughs> well, there you go. And Grado, you got involved. <laughs> you got involved in this action as well and made your own video. Here it is. You can explain it, Grado. So it's I'm it's uh, Boris Johnson I'm walking back in the industry. Everybody clapping to Eric Bischoff's free music. In terms of rest, you, you, you know, I try to get this. Um, see how when I was in uh, six year, mm-hmm. it was a talent show at Auckland Harvey Academy. Right. But the year before, there was a maths teacher called Mr. Strachan, right? <laughs> and he retired, right? <laughs> and I was in, I was in, I was in a band. I was in a band at the time, right? Called President Prime, and we were meant to come on last. And I was trying to book the talent show. And try to get like, and now here we come for here. And now the last uh, p- p- performance is going to be by Present Prime. What I wanted to happen at the school talent show was the lights to go, and then I'm back. And Mr. Strachan, who left the year before, <laughs> to come out <laughs> <laughs> to match our music and introduce us. But we couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> we couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I, I think about that all the time. How cool that would have been! How, that would have been with math teacher if, coming back to Eric Bischoff's music to introduce us. Imagine if Boris Johnson walked into the House of Commons with that Eric Bischoff's music. Could you imagine if he's back, by the way. <laughs> it's a better, bigger comeback since Edge at the Rumble. That would be <laughs> nice, man. Unbelievable. Wait to see what happens there. Uh, Bungholio uh, got in touch. Says. Uh, nobody acknowledging that Grado always wanted to eat lipstick in the latest episode of Wrestling That was fucking dynamite. Can just see his face talking about it and getting dinghies. Pissing myself this more listen to it. Now, me and Rab completely missed this when, on last week's show when we were talking. What was it we were looking at? We were looking at the, the, the video, which the bum bag video, and you obviously said that you'd want to eat lipstick, and we've completely missed this. Grado, why do you want to eat lipstick? I'm surprised. They are picking on that last week. Do you know it's, 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 it's these things that I just always want to eat. I can see. I think there's a few things like 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 Sunday because like Sunday, I'm filming this program called Scotland's Greatest Escape, right? And we went to somebody's place and they'd done their own homemade soap, right? And they haunt me the bar of soap, and I went, I just want to bite into that. I know what you. I, I I'm kind of get what you mean because it's got that kind of sweetie quality about because mm-hmm. nice and bright pink colours and um, the soap's very similar and it feels like it's got a sweetie quality about it. That just, you could bite into it. I just love. I just love to just bite into it and just see what it's like. It's a bit like you ever been on like a wee rowing boat or like or walking by a lake that's just dead smooth. The water's just dead smooth. Just you just go, I just want to jump fucking in there. Aye. I like just fucking jump in it. So you've never Can eaten lipstick. That? You've never eaten lipstick just to call No, it. I've never <laughs> I've never I've never eaten lipstick. I've never eaten lipstick. No. Yeah. You're thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> um Right, um Ayrshire Dad gets in touch and he says, I'm very confident Rab said he had WWE shares. Yes, he does have them. And at the start of recording of Wrestling Daft God, we're 100, do you know we're 138 episodes in now to this? Holy um, shit, that's good. We, we talked about this right at the start of Wrestling Daft. And why has it never been discussed again? Ayrshire Dad wants to know, what's the 12-month performance looking like? Is Rab loaded yet? Now, I've been on, and we need to get Rab to talk about this next week, but I've been on to the WWE share price, right? See, if Rab got into it, right, so they were launched in the the first in 1999, right? And they kind of strolled along. See, up until... See Did he Rab... buy a, a, a share in 1999? I don't know when he bought his shares, but see if Rab bought his shares. Now, we've been doing the podcast since... Uh, we've been here three, three years. 2019, we've been doing the podcast. See if Rab got his shares before 2016, right? Or just, uh. just before March, before June the 1st, 2017, right? That was when the sale happened. That's when they, I think they launched the network and everything. They got all the big TV deals, right? Because the pre- it was trading at 20 cents, right? It's now a high of 80 cents. It's now 76 uh, cents. So basically, he's uh, quadrupled his money. John, I don't get it, right? So what does that mean then? Does that, so if, see, say he put £100 in. Right, aye. What does it? What does that mean? That means it's worth like eight hundred pound. It's about four hundred pound now, so I yeah, but four hundred pound now. Oh, right, right. So I it's like betting. Not... It's just like betting, isn't it? It's just like betting. Crofty's got shares in Brewdog, I think. Oh, aye, aye. You got shares in him. 
I've not got shares of anything, but a few of my mates have invested. Oh, I've got. Oh no, I do. I do. I lie to you. I invested in cryptocurrency, and that was a terrible idea because uh, I bought. I bought this cryptocurrency. My mate said this is the future. This is the big thing. It's called IOTA. This is going to be. This does this and that and all that. And I'm like, all right, brilliant. And I spent three hundred quid in shares of. of uh, bought three hundred quid worth of IOTA. Bought eighty pence. Uh, uh Bitcoin. I knew it's uh, 80 pence an iota, and now it's like 20 pence or something like that. So that's done I mean, well. Me and Bob done that one year at, at Pantomime on the November. Well, let's get any cryptocurrency. So we, we bought like £100 worth of Bitcoin, right? And every day we were going, hey, where's it sitting at now? And it's like, I have £100. Next day and all that. Three months later, it was worth like, it was worth like £87. Pound, all that. I was like, fuck this. I'm taking this £80 back, man. I've lost enough. Fucking £12 enough. And now it's probably worth an absolute fortune. Is it? If I kept it in, would it have? I would probably would have been though it's had a bit of a dip. Anyway, this is not this is not finance daft. Uh, it's wrestling daft. Uh, we'll get into Rab's uh, shares next week. Uh friend of the show, Kel Customs, you know the man, the wrestling figure extraordinaire, he's been in touch. Uh it says, I remember getting my wrestling figures from the little shop on Saracen Street in Possel. We need Rab here for this because this would be his jam totally. Uh Wrestling Daft, Grado, Rab, where did you get yours from? Where did you get your wrestling figures from? I've never bought a figure in my life. Shut up! No, there's one thing I've never done. Isn't it? Really? No. Even when you were away and you never got a wrestling figure? No. Oh, wow. No. Nothing you've, nothing you've ever wanted to get? Like, I mean, obviously you've got your own figure now, because I think Kyle Customs actually made you. Oh, uh, so figure. Figure. Um, no, nah, never, 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 never be interested. The only one I would buy now is Gnomes. I would maybe buy Gnomes, just to say that. Did Shaq get a figure out of it? No, no. Did you not? Have you got a trading card, though? No, you got a trading That's still cool. I saw him put something up on Twitter about that, actually. Uh, uh, but yeah, you've never been into the figures at all, no? No. Nah. Wow. Wow. I was into the belts, the toy belts and that. Where I got my first ever Wayne's belt was in Ivor Spanner in Sulkets, a toy shop called Ivor Spanner. Ivor Spanner? Do you think that was a pun on I've got a spanner? Aye, maybe, but then you think <laughs> that. You think. What's that a pun? I'm just going to look at it. Ivor Spanner. But do you think that would be more of a car garage than a toy shop? Aye, what is it? Maybe it was called Ivor Spanner. Ivor Spanner Sulkets, aye. A DIY shop, a DIY guy, you know, like the handyman. No, it was definitely a toy shop. The handyman, oh, handyman Ivor Spanner's coming around. You know, that kind of makes sense. Ivor Spanner? Oh, fuck, there you go. There they are. Anyway. There we go. So, listen. Keep your thoughts on merch. We'll, that's the list of wrestling daft later on. We'll get to talk about your your bits of merch that you really wanted as wrestling. I'm sure you've got a few, Grado. Um, DH email does it said happening, boys. It probably needs to do the rab voice for this because this was an email, so this is uh, a long one. Felt compelled to write in this week after finally catching up with everything Joe Henry and Impact. Wow. First time I saw him, heard that Joe Henry was an ICW show at the garage. I think it was Space Boss 4. But that was a long ago, so I can't be sure. Myself and some mates from college had already bought tickets for Fear and Loathing, but we wanted to get caught up with everything going on ICW so we could properly appreciate the show. Cracking spot, we got into the garage, like three from the front. Had no idea of the matches or who the wrestlers were. Regardless, it was a hard-shitting show that you heard and felt every bit of. Then came Joe Henry. The big man came out and had everyone buy into him immediately. Again, never seen this guy in my life, but 30 seconds later, myself and the whole crowd is in unison. Uh, I fell in love with Joe Henry's face a while ago, but pretty sure it was uh, the Rihanna song. Um, I fell in love with Joe Henry's face. Yeah, kind of knew it, but it didn't matter. Joe was on the mic, making sure we knew his version before the belt even rang. After typing it all out, it seems like such a daft thing to remember, but for me, it's those wee moments that remind me why I love wrestling. Someone you haven't got a clue about getting you invested in every aspect of them before you even step in the ring. Joe Henry had me hooked that night, and I've been watching him ever since. Never mind the in-rung work. Give me a reason to give a fuck. Nothing comes close. All the best, boys. Keep up the good work. Do you? Wow. Yeah, but that is, though. It is, it is when you get something like that. I guess that's what Bray Wyatt's all about. It's like, when you see Bray Wyatt, when he came back at that SummerSlam match against like Finn Balor, even though you're not invested, or maybe you hadn't seen him, but you go, fucking hell. Or I guess... You know, when you see Karrion Cross's entrance or just something like that and just go, or you see a brilliant promo, anything stand out like that from you? You just went, I need to, to watch this guy. Um, well, first of all, that's 
Joe Henry's a, a, a showman, absolute showman. His entrances were brilliant and he's doing amazing. Um, I'm trying to think, somewhere where I saw somebody, maybe a live show. I tell you what, the first thing that pops into my head was like a, there was a guy, there was a wrestler in America and Canada called Space Monkey. <laughs> and he was brilliant and he came out with a mask, a monkey mask. Um, and a NASA suit kind of thing. I Space Monkey. And I just remember seeing him going, this guy is tremendous. Type Space Monkey into Google, mate. Wrestler. Okay. You see what I mean? You're right, okay. I just remember seeing him going, this guy is superb. It's kind of like for me this week, like I don't know much about Dalton Castle, but someone sent me <clears> an entrance <throat> at AEW Dynamite. I thought, I want to fucking watch this guy and see what he does because that entrance for me was like brilliant. And I'm just like, Space Monkey, that's what it is. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm, I'm into that. Luigi Primo's the other one recently. You know, the you want to see that guy work, you know, with all the pizza chat and all that. It's Space Monkey. I want to watch Space I want to watch a Space Monkey match. I'm gonna go on YouTube and watch a Space Monkey match. If you're if you're uh, listening to the podcast now, Google Space Monkey if you're watching the video version, we'll stick up a picture of him just now. But yeah, I know, I want to watch a Space Monkey match now. That that I'm into that. Down Castle. <laughs> I wrestled him in uh Dalton Castle, did you? I wrestled him in uh shit, where was the place? Oh, was it Raleigh, North Carolina or something like that? It was an indie show in America. Did he have all the gimmick then? No, but I, he, he did I It was when he was like who he is now, but I sent him. <laughs> Somebody says, look, he's a, he's a great laugh and he's up for a carry on and all that. And I think I was wrestling Friday, Saturday, Sunday in America. And I wrestled on Friday night and I'm going, I'm wrestling down Castle in the morning. He went, oh, he's brand new, you're going well with him. So I DM'd him. I'm not going to repeat what I DM'd him, but I tried to be funny, right? <laughs> Right, something stupid that I said to him, but he read it and never replied. Right, and I wrote to him, "Now that you've not replied, when we meet, when we meet, this will be awkward." <laughs> right, and he, and he and we met, and he was like, "I didn't appreciate what you sent me." What did you, I'm, I'm I, at what you what you said? Okay, it's just like, something stupid. He was like, "We don't know each other." <laughs> did you, you <laughs> drop? Did you drop the C bomb in it the way that Scots people drop the C bomb? No, no, oh, it was it was stupid, right? But do you know what? We had a good match, and um, he was a bit off with me at the start, and I kind of told folk that he was off with me, and it ended up getting back to him. So he sent me he sent me a long message saying, "Look, I've heard for two people that I rubbed you the wrong way. Um, I owe you an apology and all that." And I went, "Look, man, it's it, that's a pure breakdown of communications. They were were absolutely brand new. It was my fault, but he ended up taking heat for it." Oh, it was really? funny when I met <laughs> but it was funny I met him a year later in, uh, at WrestleMania weekend at uh, what's he called that Evolve no no Evolve fuck could that wrestle not wrestle them Shikara Pro <laughs> I walked in he went hey great I still hate me bro <laughs> <laughs> you still hate me bro <laughs> I was like nah no 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 we had a good match man it was it was good fun wrestling that guy he yeah. is the mate, one of the most charismatic wrestlers ever his entrance is brilliant his wrestling's brilliant. I'm surprised he's not been used by AEW so far. Maybe it's three with contracts injured, and stuff like that. He's been injured. He's he's a, injured. Has he been injured as well? He's a star, man. Aye. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be interested to hear he does. So, aye, um, Dalton Castle, he looks like he's he's going to be a star in AEW. Um, Agreed, though, but you know why we've been asking for promos for the last wee bit? We've asked yes. people, people to cut a promo on, on our show. Someone's actually done it, right? But in Rab's absence... It's quite scathing about Rab, I'll be honest with you. In fact, it's scathing about all three of us, right? Right. So, when Rab's back next week, we'll play it so he can hear it, because I think Rab will have a lot to say about it. Right, right, right. I so can't thanks, wait. Simon, Simon, cut a promo. If you want to cut a promo, please do that. Um, and you can do that by sending us um, a DM, and you can do that on our social media channels. You can do that. Twitter, Wrestling Daft, Instagram, Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or drop us an email like Simon did, Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Woo! Let me tell you about Harry's. It's more than a razor company. They're here to revamp your full routine. Close shaves, flake-free hair, all the way to healthy, clear skin. Harry's helps guys feel good. And listen, we want you to get involved. We're giving you the chance to try out their skincare range. We are freebie, we are trial set. What's in this trial set, John? Oh, we've got the expertly engineered weighted handle, we've got the one five blade cartridge, crafted 
by artisans in their own German factory and you'll get a complete with precision trimmer, a handy foam and shave gel for effective lubrication, travel blade cover for life's adventures and a free hydrating night lotion. That stuff is brilliant. It brightens up tired looking skin, it sinks in quickly with no greasy residue. I've been using it quite a bit and the missus is quite impressed that I'm actually starting to use some sort of moisturiser on my face. So she's happy. I'm happy with it all, and best of all, with continued use, it helps your skin maintain its moisture, leaving it looking clear, healthy, and restored. And you get with the trial set, Grado. Oh, and I'm telling you right here and now, as soon as you get this trial set, you, the first thing that you want to do is drop everything you're doing and go for a shave, because Harry's has such a smooth finish, and compared to other shaves, listen, there's going to be no skin tugs, there's going to be no drama, it's just going to be an enjoyable session making your skin clean and healthy and it just makes you feel all round a better person so make sure you support Wrestling Daft and uh, start your own skincare journey get a free Harry's trial set all you need to do is cover the free 95 for delivery so go to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft get your trial set and get a free night lotion delivered to your door that's harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every week on Wrestling Daft, we like to bury and put over stuff from the wrestling. Uh, we like to separate out the Liz Trusses from the Liz McDonald's. See what I've done there. Um... I couldn't think of another famous Liz apart from Liz McDonald. Liz, Liz McCaulgan, the runner. Oh, Liz McCaulgan, obviously. Liz McCaulgan. Uh, but I take it you've probably done a bit on the radio about the about the, the 10k race. No being... Oh, I saw that. I've been off the radio this week, but I, I did 150 metres short of Elish McCaulgan. And I saw an interviewer saying, ah, I kind of thought it was a wee bit short. <laughs> Funny. I went to my partner, I was like, that was the 10,000 metres. <laughs> funny, man. Well, it's typical Scotland, mate. It's like I was saying, like when VAR comes in, it's just going to be a nightmare. Aye. And people, you know, people expect us to get the fucking Eurovision Song Contest and all that. Come on. Nah, yeah. man. Gutted about that, gutted about that. Um, anything from wrestling you want to put over a buddy, Gredo? Just myself, man. Put over, the, put over just yourself. Put over the bash. The Bash, uh, anything you've seen this week that's burying you, that Athena thing, you got quite hot up and bored about that, didn't you? Aye. Also, the sad news about Kevin Nash's son, man. I just read that oh, on Oh, we just saw that. Yeah, I thought so. Kevin Nash and his family at this sad time. Sad uh, for the guy. Yeah, it's awful. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, I think I'm going to have to put over a Dalton Castle, just that entry. In fact, fuck it, no, the MGF and Regal thing, I was like, it was like nine minutes, but it was just beautiful. It reminded me a wee bit of the Cody Jake the Snake promo that they did, and I loved that as well. Uh, back, God, that seems like years ago, man. I know, it does. But I, I love, I just loved that. Um, Buddy, again, can't even think of anything off the top. I think um, the NXT stuff that, like, they've they've kind of there's a lot of people came in NXT this week from the main roster, like Kevin Owens did the Kevin Owens show, Nakamura. I just think it just kind of cheapens what they're trying to do there by people getting, you know, they're, it, they're trying to get eyes on the product, which obviously makes sense, but it just kind of cheapens what they're trying to do there, if that makes sense, by bringing all these main star rosters in at one go. But I don't know. Never mind, mate. I want to, uh, I'm reading some of these, right, Jamie. He wants to put over this week. Gredo's <laughs> big family wrestling bash. This was the second time I've been with my son and we managed to get front row seats. It was a joy seeing how much the kids loved it. Seeing them all up and, up and down at the stage. Right at the end for a high five with the man himself. My buddy is actually related to the merchandise I want to own. We tried to get a Gredo cap at the interval, but it was sold out already. So I'm burying whoever's in charge of ordering the caps for the show. I've got to say... I was in my dressing room at half time and I get somebody running up to me going, is there any male Gredo hats? And I went, did he sell it? And they went, aye. And I went, oh, thank you, Glasgow. 
<laughs> I mean, how many did you have on sale? I didn't have a look, to be honest with you, mate. I'll hit, I think I'll have about 30. I'll have about 30 grado hats. But listen, um, Jamie... Is there more coming in for Christmas? Can we can we put... There will be more coming in next week for Aberdeen, which leads us to the Scottish Wrestling Network. He wants <laughs> to put over Bill for still booking Grado for WrestleZone despite his soul dying a little, trying to get an answer about the hotel. <laughs> I just want to apologise to Bill for putting him on the show last week, but I gave him a wee bell the next day, and I just said, Bill, by the way, um, I've put up a video about, um, or at least wrestling after, put up a video playing your voice messages about you, trying to get an answer for me about these hotels. He went, oh, I heard it, I heard it, you're right, oh, Christ. He says, Grado, if you were organised, Paul, you'd be a millionaire. <laughs> Can't wait to go up to Aberdeen next week. I'm going to be bringing hats. I'm going to be bringing kid-sized t-shirts. I'm going to be bringing eight by tens. I'm going to. There's no key rings left. There's no Gradle dolls left. But we'll sort something out for you, Jamie. Keys a wee message on uh, Instagram, mate. Yeah, Halloween hijinks up in Aberdeen next weekend. So, um, about have a look at the card though. I'm very disappointed that Bingo Balance isn't involved. Oh, what you're joking, man! Bingo Balance isn't promo- uh, on the show. Let me just say. Um, the guy that I'm wrestling. Young uh, lad. Yes, apparently he's only 18 years of age. Yes. And um, I'm going to be wrestling him next week at the show. Um, As you try and remember his name and look it up <laughs> in Google? No, shut up. Hold on me there. What's his name? At this point, Grado usually says edit point. Ronin King. I knew it was something <laughs> Ronin King. Listen, Grado pal. Coming for you. He can cut a good promo, this boy. Oh, he's good, man. He's he's got a good wee promo, and he looks as if he's got his shit together. So, listen, next week, Ronan King, I'm coming for you, brother. I'm coming for your son. Bring your A game. Are you going to do the because job? Because I'll right? I'll be bus driving up three three and a half hours <laughs> up to Aberdeen, and the promoter has even got me a fucking hotel. So I'm going to take my anger out you, man. <laughs> Uh, Andy's putting over Bray Wyatt's new theme music and his emotional promo. Bray being manipulated and tortured by other versions of himself is absolutely genius. I quite there's been a I like his old theme. I'll be honest with you, but a lot of people are kind of loving this new uh, Bray Wyatt theme. You heard it, Grado? Uh, but see that it came down. It's almost it's almost like he came down to the ring there and Raw's Wyndham Rotunda, and I quite like this idea of him almost facing like these different personalities i don't know where it's going to go but they obviously know where it's going to go but it's quite interesting i think aye you're not having it i you? went to watch raw and my, right. my sky packed in during the, the oc versus uh, otis and shush match Damn oh, shush. <laughs> anyway Oh, sorry, was that the end of your story? (laughs) (laughs) And that is this week's Raw Review with Grado. (laughs) Sky packed in after the Otis and Shush match when the OC came in. And we'll look forward to another review of Raw on next week's show. Jimbo says, would like to bury Taz's outdated take on Dalton Castle. I'm comfortably bordering on homophobia. This type of heel commentating went out a long ago. Move with the times, you fucking dinosaur, says Jimbo. Though his words, not mine. I would not get in the right, wrong side of Taz. I could go into more detail regarding it, but I don't want to give any more of my time to this bitter little man. Usually uh-huh. don't mind Taz, but the best thing about him is his Wayne. Also putting over Dalton Castle, possibly my new fave wrestler. His over- I hate you, but I like your Wayne, all right? <laughs> <laughs> his overly flamboyant persona is actually matched by his in-ring technique. Yep. Love everything about him. Uh, the entrance, the boys were... The boys, I love that part. The boys. The boys. The <laughs> He's boys. been accompanied by the boys. These boys, I love it. I yeah, love it. working the crowd, the facial expressions, being able to back it up in the ring. A brilliant throwback to the almost cartoon, larger-than-life wrestlers we grew up loving, opposed to the generic personality devoid, juiced-up, muscle-busting, muscle heads we've been served up for so long. Gonna start calling people goose as a slagging. He's the only guy that couldn't take a wind up when we were pranking wrestlers one night. We were doing it to DDP. Who else did we do it to? I've told it before, but Taz was the one. He was gonna have his fucking nut. How'd you get the stump? What did you? How'd you get the stump? I don't don't, You prank, you phoned it. Who were you doing this with for a start? And what was your pranky? Because I have Uh, not heard this story. Probably I was with Shan Noam. Right. I phoned DDP, you, he you played along big team. are sitting in a hotel room, uh, presumably, pranking up, wrestlers. Phoned up uh, DDP and he <laughs> was gone. All right, mate, it's great. Listen, uh, 
I'm wanting to ken about how to get healthy and that. Is it just all about eating lettuce and that? And he went, my friend, it's six in the morning. You got to call me back. <laughs> then I phoned Taz kidding on. I was uh, the thing with the promoter for Vooch Underground and I offered him a commentary gig. <laughs> stupid. It was stupid. And he was going, what's you get my number? What's you get my number? <laughs> <sighs> have you ever? Have you ever? Did you know it was you? Have you ever admitted to that? Yeah, he did. He commented on one match that I done. I met him once. He, he gave me the transmission. Uh, I done a thing at TNA's off head offices in Nashville when we done the tough enough thing, the British bootcamp thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he gave me a. He gave me a thing. We gave me a transmission. And he's flip flops. And his flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to remember. I was just like, oh, he's wearing flip flops, man. Taz wearing flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> what a picture that is. Oh, uh, man. And then he went, and I think actually to commentate my match, and he just buried it, and he kept just saying things like, when's this match you're? <laughs> there you go. No wonder you prankied him, fucking ah, no. bastard, eh? <laughs> Brilliant. Mark's putting over MJF's promo with Regal, and then his tweets about Hangman's injury. Well, I did appreciate the heel work that's went in. So, he, obviously, when they thought it was going to be quite bad, he's put prayers for Hangman on his Twitter, and then after it, he's followed up with, turns out he's fine. Fine. Now I feel gross for tweeting this like a total poor. That's brilliant. <laughs> he's the best. Love it, love it, love it. Joy, take right, McSauce says he wants to put over NXT being well with the main Russell superstars, but at what? Didn't seem like they were thrown in there. Mm. Buddy's Dominic being the main event of Raw need the old days with cliffhanger would be every week to make you buzzing for the next well before my sky packed in I did say a wee bit of Dominic I quite liked him on the mic I thought he was great and I'm looking they're obviously going to they're separating him and Ray aren't they so that they can date at Mania ah yeah yeah that, that'll be a Mania if Ray I mean Ray does reports that Ray doesn't want to do it but I think it's there's only one way to put it out though I like the idea of a mixed gender I've said it I like the idea of a mixed gender match between uh, Rhea Ripley and Ray. I think that would be brilliant um, Lewis is putting over lots of stables in WWE with stroke NXT with potential and he's burying AEW going down the shitter Grado doesn't like anyone complaining about being stiff but far too many injuries it seems a little unprofessional I suppose sometimes I don't think it's folk being stiff. I think it's sometimes it's like the way they're, they're, they're getting thrown about and some of the, the, the spots that they try to pull off is you're like, you just don't need to do it. Especially on that YouTube show. I, I mean, come on, for you want, to, you want to get your neck broken for a fucking YouTube video? Come on. <laughs> come on. Come on, no. There you go. Um, do you want to get Right, what? Toby wants to put her down in Castle. Haven't seen him before, but that promo against Jericho was refreshingly cheesy. Telling you, Toby, mate, uh, go and watch Dalton Castle stuff back in Ring of Honor for a couple of years ago. Tremendous stuff. He's something a bit different than the monotone promos so many do today. I totally agree with you, Toby. Character. There you go. Uh, Pierce putting over MJF and Willie Regal, an exceptional set of promos, and burying the awkward stunner he got over Rhea Ripley. All right. <laughs> uh, Daniel says he needs to bury GBL's trousers for Raw straight out of Bernie Mac's wardrobe uh, well, I don't know if your Sky had packed in before this match but um, GBL's uh, back with Baron Cor Corbin managing him which Does I he get a big old baggy trousers in? Aye, he has but um, uh, aye There's nothing um, worse than an old pair of baggy trousers man so That's why you, I remember seeing somebody in the, the Rangers blue room that was Responsible, the guy that was responsible for bringing um, Pedro Cucina to the Angels. Oh, really? Never like that's him over there. And he was wearing the baggiest fucking trousers ever. And I was like, well, pfft, what are you expecting if that's the kind of shit he's wearing? <laughs> wearing these big, baggy old bus driver trousers. No, there's anything wrong with a bus driver. I've always wanted to be one. However, these are too baggy, man. Right, so baggy trousers means they don't know what they're doing, Grado. Is that what we're saying? If you wear baggy trousers. GBL can wear baggy trousers, man. Yeah, fine, fine. Um, well, is that what he means? I don't know. Is that what he means? Were they big? Or were they tight? Bernie Mac. Or were they all boot, boot cut numbers? Anyway. We'll have to have a look into JBL's trousers, but baggy trousers is a no-no for Grado. Louise, oh, that'll be Westy. She wants to put over Grado's big family wrestling bash for the weekend and also agrees the MGF promo with Regal at AEW. Louise, proud to see you and Suzanne at the show the weekend thanks for coming pal always appreciate your support for listening to the show and coming out and paul wants to bury gradle for not telling <laughs> that poor guy in aberdeen whether he wanted a hotel 
or not. And just to confirm, it's a no. It's a no. I don't, I, you know, in fact, you know what? They may not think about it. My bad, they want to do. <laughs> you just made the list! It is time for the list of wrestling daft every week on the show. We like to compile a list of wrestling-related stuff into a big thing. We get you to get uh, involved. Rab normally does the top three, but we're going to get Grado to do it this week. If you want to vote on what we talk about, you can do that by signing up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft this week. And I'm surprised this hasn't won it because I've been up for a couple of weeks. AEW themes. Let's rank AEW themes. But that is not winning. It was, in fact, with 89%. This was inspired by our friend Kyle Customs. Um, what is that one bit of wrestling merch that you've always <clears throat> wanted? Grado, have you got three bits of wrestling merch that you've always wanted? Never well, wanted? I, this is, you're springing this on me here, but I always wanted the DVD release of Royal Rumble 2000. <coughs> Christ, sorry, troops. But I managed to get it on eBay years later once I... Because you know what? I remember when I first see when I worked in my, right. So I always wanted a replica belt, right? And I got it in Christmas Day two thousand and two. Undisputed yeah. belt. My mum got it for A one comics. No A one comics. The Scotsman models. And I was like, wow, best thing ever. Anyway, I started working at McDonald's in two thousand and four, and I remember getting my first wage uh, and going to the bank with my wee debit card, and I think I got paid ninety pound a week, and it was two weeks wages, and it was like I remember putting in my card in and going. I've got a hundred and eighty pound. I've got a, I've got a hundred and eighty pound. I went straight up the road. My mum asked me, "What you doing me your money? Your first wage?" Went right up to eBay and bought a winged eagle belt. <laughs> a winged eagle belt. I bought it. I bought replica. And I loved it because I always wanted the kind of older school WWE belts as well. Other bits of merch. See, it's not just belts. I love the belts. Maybe if I, if I, maybe t-shirts. I probably no. I kind of managed to get the t-shirts off my granite Christmas and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. Aye. I just always wanted the belts, man. I was yeah. a, a mark for the, the belts. Belt fiend. So, like, so let's say, so belts, what's the top three belts you would want in your collection then? Let's go for that. Well, I've, I'm sure I got one a couple of months ago, which is just sitting in front of me collecting dust. The the blue the blue WWF belt that Kane won at Bad Blood. Yeah. 1997, was it? No, 98, something 98. I don't know. So, because uh, I always wanted the, the, the big eagle, they call it, the Attitude version one. Um, but if I was to, if I was to, because I, I did want another belt, I think now if I was to try and get another belt, I would get the NWA belt. NWA belt, I quite like. I'd like that. Yeah, aye. I, 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 one of these days I'll buy a belt. One of these days I'd love to the Winged Eagle belt. I think I'd love that. Or mm-hmm. the old IC title. I think I'd quite like the old IC. There was rumours going about the Triple H was going to bring that back now that he's in charge. Oh, really? The belts, the old belts. Ooh, that would be good, wouldn't it? I'd, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't like the I don't like the modern day belts. Just, no, they're pish. They're pish. They are pish. Started going downhill when they done that when they done the Cena belts, and then when they got the big two P coin tag belts. Aye. Yeah, I know. Disgusting! Disgusting! Well, it was fucking one of yous! <laughs> I bet you can, Hardy. No, I don't know. I think it's the beast. Oh, I'd heard that see her, like, she got the woman um, who was involved in the clip, like, the, the kids were getting so much abuse and all this sort of stuff over the clip and all that, that she's like, she goes mental, she doesn't like to talk to anyone, or she wants it pulled down from everywhere and all this. How weird. I was in Dunoon last week. Mm. And that come up, and I done a bit of Facebook stalking, and I came across the mums the mums Facebook. Oh, did you? The two wee lasses are quite old now. Are they? Bloody hell! Is that creepy that I've said that? No, 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 it's not creepy. But you wonder for the like, I, I, I think there's a TV show, and this is tracking down these viral sensations. John, I've said that before. Right. Well, let's find Iceland guy. Let's find the. Uh, I that, hate Iceland. Let's find the boy who did all the faces between behind Jackie Bird at that hog. They did get him though. They did get did him. They get him. Aye. They did get him. But you're right. Who else? Disgusting. Charlie bit my finger. Um, Fenton. Get the Fenton boy. Who, Fenton. Fenton. Ronnie Pickering. Ronnie Pickering. Yeah. Uh, all these guys. All these guys. What about the the, the Celtic fan outside the Jackie after Weaver. the cup? Uh, uh, Jackie Weaver. What about the Celtic fan? Shite. <laughs> Shite. <laughs> She's brilliant. She's brilliant. She. And the referee was diving. <laughs> she was brilliant. Let's get them all into the I'm a Celebrity this year. <laughs> Let's all put them in a rumble. <laughs> put them in our that's viral rumble. Let's do that. Uh, to the right. death. 
<laughs> Elimination Chamber. Uh, right, okay. Uh, oh, you cut us a slice of ham! You seen that one? <laughs> oh, you cut us a slice of ham! <laughs> Wait, have you seen the guy recently? He's at the, he's at the, 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 the drive-thru. No. And she's going, I'm wanting a, uh, <laughs> what is it? A drinkity-pinkity. Have <laughs> you ever seen Drinkity Pinkity? No. Oh, Drinkity Pinkity's fucking brilliant. It's another one for the viral run. Right, look out for that for next week. Drinkity. <laughs> Somebody asking for Drinkity Pinkity, and it's a, a, a Scottish guy, and he says, right, going, oh, okay. Yeah, can I get a higgle to piggle hang? Right, so there we go. The viral rumble has started right here on this show. Trampoline! 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 Okay. Trampoline! Trampoline! <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, Viral Rumble, we're going to make this happen. Right, Kev, um, that's, the, that's, that's near a bonk machine, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's near a bonk machine. Uh, oh, and obviously the star of it would be Nay Spicken. Still Nay Spicken. <laughs> oh, Bill Harper for this was one. <laughs> <laughs> you could get him to be the ring announcer. <laughs> <laughs> you can make the order travel. <laughs> right, okay. Kev um, talked back about merch. He says, Kev's saying, show my age, but I always wanted a hacksaw Jim Duggan 2x4, the foam one. Yeah, oh. great. See, that, that's, that's, I'm a bit older than you, so I, I would appreciate that as well. Aye. Uh, old Jim Duggan, huh? Oh, I know. It's <laughs> Anyway, keep going. All right, sorry, I thought you were going to do the next nah. one. This. Right, Brian says the smoking guns and one, two, three kid Hasbro's. A lot of people love the figures, man. A lot of people, including Brian, love that. Billy, Billy Gaddy, is that him? Billy, Billy. Oh, this is Billy from uh, Scottish Wrestling Network, actually. He says, oh, well, he's a good guy. He says, uh, when I was a wee guy, every time we went to the local guard set and there was this monstrosity for sale, I wanted it so badly, never go to it. In hindsight, I don't know how it looks, sucking juice out of a bald man. <laughs> Only wearing wee black pants, boots and a vest, that's funny. <laughs> and this is a really bad uh, version of Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that like a suki cup? <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Craig says, mine's simple, uh, the Killer Bees tag team figures. By the way, this one's a good one, Jushin Tenet's Lager. Always wanted a WrestleMania 17 poster, Aww. iconic, and it was at the peak of my childhood, watching the wrestling. Listen. I'm with you with that one. I, that see, see this thing that I've got with my back door, which was built to go and do podcasts, and that's what I wanted because. And I came across somebody on Twitter that's got uh, an original and a frame, and I DM'd the guy and went, I wanted to buy it off him. So I'm right with you with that one. In fact, I still want that WrestleMania. I'm going to take that and see if the guy still got it. I mean, you must be able. You must be able to pick up WrestleMania posters, like. I think you could date now. Do you know what I mean? You um, must be able to pick up WrestleMania posters now. Britain's biggest poster store, like the, you must be able to get it from that, or every WrestleMania poster ever. You must be, you must be able to get these now. Someone must make these now. If not, there's definitely a business idea for you there. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. Uh, right, so we'll look at that. I, I, I'm just on Amazon for you, Grey. There's a few. Oh God, they're all. I actually, they're all really expensive. <laughs> Jesus. Just the, you'll get the modern ones, but I don't know how far you are. Yeah. We'll look into that, and if you know where Grado can get that, that would be great getting in touch with us about that. Um, a couple of other ones coming in. Uh, Scott says, if I ever won the lottery, the one-fifth classic warrior is my ultimate grail, pardon the pun. Uh, I also know where one is located, but I don't have the cash to get it. What's that? What's that, man? Don't worry, Grado. Broncello uh, okay. says, he says, the merch I always wanted, always wanted a late 80s, 90s winged EO and IC title belt. Bought them this summer, amazing pieces. Good on you, Bronze Cello. I like that I see the title as well. That's up there. Yeah, and Steve said, I love a signed first edition of Foley's autobiography. I read that a guy on eBay just got $15,000 for one. I Probably Foley's sale. <laughs> probably, he's probably got hunters up in his loft. He just signs them and kids only somebody else and sells them for fifteen grand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, still not, he's still not found your uh, Foley. No, uh, no. Change the subject, that pisses me off. I know. Oh, sorry. And finally, Carl's going to uh, finish us off with the Legion of Doom shoulder pads. Oh my God! If you could have a set of them, Animal was gracious enough to let me put a pair of his on once, so that was enough for me. Imagine a pair of Legion of Doom shoulder pads. That'd be awesome. I went as, as Halloween. In fact, we should do this next week. What wrestler did you go up dressed as as Halloween? I think we did it a couple of years ago. Uh, let's I let's do that I dressed as the Legion of Doom. Me and my pal Stephen Jap, uh, and we went to the Scouts. Um, 
Halloween dressed as the Legion of Doom. Brilliant. Brilliant. I actually looked at my Facebook memories today. And I think I was meant to go to a Halloween party sometime this week, about 12, 13 years ago. And I, I wrote, was supposed to go out as gold. I spot the gold suit and I put it on in the ass. Fucking fell out as soon as I put it on. <laughs> I've, al- I've always wanted to dress up as gold dust. What? Let's do it for next week's podcast. I've wanted it. Well, I'm try, right, okay, I'll try, right, I'll, get, I'll try and get some gold and black paint, right? I'll, I'll, I'll no tell Rab, right? I'll just come on with it, right? I'll, I'll <laughs> be right, okay, that's happening next week. Right, okay, uh, there's more content as I've talked about throughout the show on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You get to see the video versions, bonus uh, episodes up there. You get to hear the Gradle story, which is up there as well. Get to join our Discord, all the chat on there with all the wrestling community that we've got on board there. Dead easy to do so. Pick your tier, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd really appreciate it if you get money it's like we're like buskers like if you threw some money in the hat we'd really really appreciate it so if you want to get involved we'd love to hear from you patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and that is it for this week's wrestling daft apologies for the absence of mr forms as i say he's on his way to 10 downing street as big des murphy to take over uh, as prime minister as he speaks so he will be with us next week where we'll all be dressed as wrestlers (laughs) john up the road Oh, is that it? We're just done. I was going to do a bit more, so review, subscribe, please do that. We we really appreciate if you do that. If you want to get involved with Patreon, that'd be great. And we've still got merch for sale. We never sell the merch, but it's coming up to Christmas, so it's time to start putting a bit of emphasis into the merch. You can get us shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. You get wrestling daft t-shirts. We've got some quotes from the show. Um, I, I need to get designing some more more designs for, for it. Hey, John, I need a shite, mate. I need to go. Brilliant. And that is how we're going to end this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Grado, get yourself to the toilet. Up yourself. Your <laughs> up yourself, all right. Up yourself. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.